The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey everyone, from LinkedIn News, this is In the Arena, a podcast exploring human potential. I'm Leah Smart, and every week you'll find me right here in conversation with bright minds and brave hearts, learning how we can improve our lives and our world by transforming ourselves. So first of all, happy 2023, my friends. How are you? Hello. I love that we are getting to start the new year off together. So here's the deal, though. I am not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I blame that on my probably need to be a little bit rebellious and do what other people aren't. But I get the essence of it, and I am a fan of creating a vision for ourselves, for our life, for our work, for the things that matter to us. I've started a bit of a tradition for me. I don't know how your New Year's was, but I've started one where I run the midnight race in Central Park in New York City. I have a little champagne, and I have this experience of metaphorically running into the new year, and that's the perfect combo for me. Whatever you did, I hope you enjoyed it. Now, in this episode, my hope is that wherever I'm finding you in your journey of visioning what you want, that you get some piece of information, a new perspective, or a question that helps you move forward towards your vision. And we're going to be working with a couple of wheels. One you might have heard before earlier this year called the Wheel of Life, and another one that I created for myself as a little bit of a deeper dive into what I wanted. And before we get started, here's the thing. There are a million ways to get clear on your vision for yourself, for your life. And I don't feel precious about any of the ways that you want to get clear on your vision for yourself. Do what feels best. I'm going to give you a couple actions here you can use. However, there are some things that I've found to be really important in this process. And I made a cute little alliteration for you so you won't forget them. Quiet, questions, and quick actions. Let's start with quiet. Pretty obvious, right? How do you get time alone? How do you get quiet? And how do you get out of your own head? Life is crazy. And so we have to figure out ways to get away from the things that have grips on us in our day-to-day lives. A hint, your cell phone has a grip on you in your day-to-day life. So however you do it, find some space to get quiet, whether it's meditating, sitting by the water, going for a walk, going to the park. And even if it's just for 10 minutes to start, Do it on a regular basis so you get a sense of what it's like to get a little bit quieter. Things get much clearer when you can quiet down. All right, so here's the meaty portion, the questions portion. And I'd like to start with something we introduced earlier this year called the Wheel of Life. Now, if you're not familiar with it, it's a circle. I'm going to ask you to draw that circle now. And it's got eight sections. So section that circle off into eight sections. Each of the sections is labeled differently with a part of our lives that most people find to be pretty important. So here are the sections. Career, fun and recreation, health, family and friends, romance, personal growth or spirituality, finances, and physical environment. So where do you live? Now, how we're going to use this tool, I'm going to start by asking you to just note from zero to 10 how satisfied you are in each of these areas. 
feel free to pause and do that. And once you've noted how satisfied you are, now I want you to consider, where do you want to be? What would fulfillment look like? And I want to note here, you could be the kind of person who doesn't need to be, and most of us are actually, the kind of people who don't need to be at tens in every single area. You might find that fun and recreation, you're okay being at a seven, right? That's okay. And you're also going to find there are areas that you feel really good about. Great. Embrace that. You don't have to be at a 10. Now pick an area that, if improved, would be most impactful on all other areas. I call this the lever, right? There's one lever you can pull. What is that? And we're going to focus on that. Now, I want you to envision what it looks like to create satisfaction and fulfillment in this area. And I'll use the example for me, which was a few years ago, I was dissatisfied in my career. I was doing things I didn't feel great about, but I wasn't clear on what I actually wanted. So I created a pie chart for my career. So my section was career. That was my lever. And I wanted a pie chart in that area to understand something really important, which is how did I want to spend my time? Now, I knew I loved coaching. I had just started to get certified in that. I didn't want to do it full time, though. The other things I was curious about were writing, speaking. I had just started my podcast. I wanted to interview people and become really good at that. And so what I did was I noted what I thought my career could look like and the percentage of time I wanted to be doing certain things. I know this sounds specific, but the more specific you get, the better. So for me, it was coaching, writing, speaking in large groups, a podcast, and hosting workshops. So as I started to figure out all of these things that I was interested in, I took a second to think about what proportion of my time I wanted to spend doing each of them. And then what I did was I went into Excel, I just created a really simple pie chart so I could visually see what this looked like. What this also helped me understand was where I was lacking skills or had not yet unlocked opportunities or relationships. All right, so now you have this pie chart, you have your wheel of life, so you've got your bigger picture and then you've got your narrowed down pie chart that's focused on just one lever. The pie chart is focused on what you want to be doing in this area. But I also want you to consider this question. Who do I want to become in this area, right? Really important that you balance both of those things. It's not just what you do, it's who you become in the process. Now, a question that was really powerful for me as I was considering these things I wanted to do and who I wanted to become is, why do I want it, right? We're not going to keep doing things if we don't have a real, lasting, and powerful why that's resonant for us, which leads me into the next question you can ask yourself. What is the emotion that you are chasing in this area, right? Everybody I know, we all want something because we believe there's an emotion on the other side of it. We want our relationships to look better because we want to feel better. We want more money because we think we'll feel better when we have it. We want, you know, a better job because we know we'll feel better day to day. But what we do then is we attach the external outcome to our emotions. So we're saying that life is cause and effect. If this happens, then I'll feel good. But I want you to flip this on its head and change the way you perceive this, which is how can I feel good now? What would that look like? So envision whatever the emotion or feeling is that you're hoping to get because of the experience. Maybe it's gratitude, maybe it's joy, maybe it's love. What would someone who felt that today do? How would they behave? The idea here is acting as if. 
It's not pretending, but it's inviting these emotions because the reality is you can feel gratitude, joy, and love now without having that thing happen. And the research even suggests that when the thing happens, you're not going to feel the feelings that you're expecting now. The joy, the gratitude, the love is in the process. So what I'm asking you to do is to remove this idea of cause and effect and come into a space of saying, I can actually cause the effect by deciding I'm going to feel gratitude, joy, and love right now. So here's what this does. It allows you to settle into your own becoming, right? You're settling in to the idea or to the emotion of what you want. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to meeting amazing people, building skills, building relationships, getting opportunities, I am always drawn to the person who feels like they are full of great energy, of gratitude, of joy, and of love. So if you create that for yourself, everyone else is going to see it too. Now, here's how I've tried this out and tried this on. I've gone back to the getting quiet again. In this instance, maybe I turn on like a white noise machine, whatever it is, and just sit. When you sit, thoughts are going to come up. That's kind of the point, but you're letting yourself settle in. I like to think of the thoughts that come up as I'm sitting as clouds. They just pass. And once you're feeling a little bit more settled, I want you to envision yourself calling in that emotion of what you're wanting. So what does it feel like to feel gratitude? What's it like to feel joy? What's it like to feel love, right? And just sitting with that for a few minutes is going to help you train yourself to feel that emotion more often. All right, so those are the questions, right? That's the meaty stuff we're going to sit with. And we're doing it in service of quick actions, our third piece. Here's the deal. The clearer you are, the better you've answered those questions before, the easier it gets to move towards what you want. Because you know what to say yes to and you know what to say no to. Yes, you can hit a snag, and we all do, but your North Star stays the same. You can clearly tell people what you want tell yourself what you want, and it helps others around you understand how to help you in moments that you might need it or how to speak up for you in spaces where you're not. So here's the deal with quick actions. I found there's a balance between your efforts and also then what just kind of shows up. On the effort side, I am not saying you need to go rush to do everything you want to do, But I am saying you can ask this question. If a badass stepped into my life, knowing who I want to become and what I want to do, what would they say must happen? I love this question because it's a third-person question, so it gets you out of your story and out of your stuff. And when you start getting clear on that, I would recommend reading or listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear because this is where you start to actually shift your habits and shift your efforts. Now, on the things that just show up, I can't explain these. I got to be honest, but I will tell you I have had this happen so many times. Here's what I want to say. As you get clearer and focused on what you want, opportunities will present themselves that spark your curiosity. Part of this is the reticular activating system, which is a part of your brain that looks for the things that you focus on. So, for example, you decide you want a red car. Why do you see red cars everywhere? Because a part of your brain is lighting up and saying, oh, we got to look for the red car. It's not all that different in this moment. So you're going to be more aware of the things that spark your curiosity and are going to light up your energy. 
When those opportunities present themselves, don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. Don't wait. Don't try to figure out how it's all going to happen. Just say yes. Sometimes we just have to go. Now, I want to caveat with you will probably get stuck in some sort of analysis paralysis or fear at some point and not take opportunities. But you can't mess this up. Things will come back around, and they may be in a different shape, but I promise they will come back. If you know, you know. So try just saying yes. Here's the thing. Life's a little bit of a mystery. I have had so many moments that I can't explain. I can only say that my efforts, my intention, my clarity allowed me to see, be open to, and just I don't know, be in the way of, positively, be in the way of opportunities. So at this point for me, the things that shock people and used to shock me that happen in life where opportunities just seem to show up are now simply a delight. I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying that if this is about how you focus your intention, your efforts, and your emotion, then you will start to see some really cool stuff happen in your life. Alrighty, friends, I am rooting for you. Go get your joy, go get your gratitude, go get your love now. Whatever it is you're after, do not wait for something or someone to be the reason you experience it. Do your best to find it now. And then the rest of what pops up for you in your life will simply be the cherry on top. If this episode resonated with you, tell someone you love how and why. Maybe it'll resonate with them too and help them get clear on how they want 2023 to look and help other people like you find this show by leaving a rating before you go. Even better, write a one-sentence review telling me about one of your goals for the year. And as always, you can find me on LinkedIn, writing about human potential and meaningful living. In the Arena is a production of LinkedIn News. The show is produced by Michelle O'Brien, who I am devastated to say we are losing this year. She's going on to do bigger, brighter, better things, but she spent so much time being a part of this show and helping me figure out how to get this work to you and how to really make it resonate. So I have, wow, so much gratitude for you. Joe DiGiorgi mixed our show. Dave Pond is head of news production. Courtney Coop is head of original programming for LinkedIn. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn. And I'm Leah Smart. Thanks for coming with me, and I'll see you next week.